certainly glad to be here with you in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. So uh, I think um, musicians, I certainly appreciate it. I enjoyed those songs back here, Sister Sharon. Good to see you again. And uh, I guess uh, first time I've ever been here, first time I've ever been over in this part of the country, as far as I know. It's a beautiful drive up here. So uh, I'm just going to stand here a second and let y'all look at me. While y'all are looking at me, I'm going to be just kind of looking at you. Right. And so we can get to know each other. But uh, God bless you. You may be seated just for a moment. I'm I, uh, so happy for the invite. I, I, have, uh, I, I don't know that I've ever met Brother Ben. I think I might have seen him one time at, uh, at his sister's wedding. And, uh, uh, but I have known the Pruitt family for... Oh, my. How long, Sister Sharon? It was 20-something years ago, I guess, when uh, uh, Sister Sharon, Brother John, and a, a little bitty uh, Brother Joel and uh, Tabby and Becky and all of them come by. I was uh, pastoring church over in Union City, and, and uh, they came by. And I'll, I'll tell you, when they told me that uh, Joel had started preaching, I said, I, I got to... I got to hear this for myself. <laughs> so, uh, so I logged on uh, to the to the church's stream and pulled Joel up. And what I what I heard was Brother Ben said, you know, my brother started preaching, and I'm so happy for that. He said, you know, uh, the Lord can speak through a donkey. It's uh, but I thought he did a good job, Saints. I really did. I thought he did a really good job, and uh, I was I was surprised. I'm proud of him, and and uh, I've kind of got a love hate relationship with Joel. I've uh, I love him most of the time, and then sometimes I just want to get a hold of him, you know. And uh, but uh, I'm just teasing. He's uh, he's been a blessing to me, and and the whole uh, Pruitt family has been all these years, and so uh, certainly. Happy to be here. Got uh, we've been down in Hot Springs this weekend having some services and and got the invite to come by. I looked at it on the map and uh, uh, wouldn't have been able to make it, but you uh, y'all have service at three o'clock in the afternoon, so uh, it worked out to where I could get by here. And I still got to get back to uh, Nashville tonight, uh, so we got a little bit of drive ahead of us, but uh, we uh, we got early enough service. I won't have any trouble getting in and getting back to work tomorrow. So. Uh, I'm glad to have uh, my uh, wife, uh, Sister Brandy, right there. Raise your hand, hon. I know you love that. And, uh, she, yeah, glad to have her with us. And uh, looks like uh, some of my home folks made it in. That's uh, uh, Brother Justin and Sister Lana. They're from my church in, uh, in Union City there. So uh, I did not know they were making it. So glad to see you here as well. And uh, so... God bless you all, and, and uh, so hopefully we can say something to be an encouragement today. Uh, I'll uh, just go ahead and get it out of the uh, woods now. I believe this message with everything that is within me. The message changed my life. I, I uh, started out, I'd never been to church a day in my life. I'd never went to, uh, I, I told the, the saints last night, I, I went to one pizza party at a Baptist church, when I was 10 years old. And outside of that, I'd never been to church a day in my life until, uh, until I came into this message, and that's been 24 years ago. I've never seen anything that I thought was better. 
when I, when I came into this message, I stopped looking, brothers and sisters. And, and uh, uh, I, you know, people talk all the time about, I guess there's kind of a thing going around about, you know, whether uh, uh, the, the, the bridge, uh, vision of the bridge was right and whether this, I don't look at any of that. What I'm looking at is, is the word of God vindicated in our day. And brothers and sisters, this message has been tried and trued. There's no, I haven't found one iota of it that I couldn't hang my soul on. And so that's what I, I'm not looking at the miracles. That's the bait on the hook. I'm looking at what the word of God said. Amen. And I, I feel so good tonight. I, I, when I walked in the church, when we walked in that door, is that the, I got lost. Is that the front door? Is that the front door there? When I walked in that door, uh, I, I just felt, I felt the Spirit of God here, and I felt good to be here, and so uh, I'm, I'm just relaxed and happy to be with you all. So, if we could, let's turn our Bibles to 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel, the uh, 30th chapter, if you just stand while we read the Word of God. 1 Samuel, the 30th chapter, we'll read... Uh, the first six verses or so for a little text tonight. Very, very familiar scripture. 1 Samuel 30, 1 through 6. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken the women captive that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And saints, unless you've been there, you don't know what that scripture's talking about. But there comes a time in your life where the trials are so great and the burdens are so heavy and the times are so tough that you just cry until you can't cry no more. Until they had no more power to weep, and David's two wives were taken captives, uh, Ananim and the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Camelite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of the people was grieved, every man, for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Let's just bow our heads. Heavenly Father, what a beautiful passage of Scripture, Lord. Lord, how grateful we are that it's you tonight that's our encouragement, Lord. That it's you tonight that we lean on, Lord. That you're the rock in the weary land. You're the shelter in the time of storm. You're our sufficiency, Lord. You're our all in all. And Father, I just pray that you would help me tonight, Lord. Bless this service. Bless these wonderful people. Lord, the bride of Jesus Christ standing before me tonight. 
Lord, don't take it lightly that I have the privilege of speaking to your bride. And now, Lord, I just pray that you would, Lord, speak through me. Lord, move me out of the way. Bind my lips before I'd speak anything unpleasing to you. And we'll give you the praise and honor in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the bride said, Amen. Amen. And you can be seated. And we'll take a little text tonight of encourage yourself in the Lord. And if you just keep your Bibles there to uh, 1 Samuel, the 30th chapter, uh, we'll just stay right in 1 Samuel, the 30th chapter tonight. Just kind of a little Sunday evening Bible study, if you will. How many of you love your Bible? Amen. Amen. Do y'all believe the Bible for our day as well? Amen. Amen. We've got the written word and the spoken word, but it doesn't change the written word, does it? Amen. Amen. It's the it's the it's the it's 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 the front sight and the rear sight of the gun. Amen. And so we find now in our text of David here, uh, just a little background before we get started. First off, David you find, was a man on the run. And David had spent a lot of time running. And he'd been running. And he'd been running from Saul. Everybody read your Bible. You know that, that, he, that, that, that Saul had sought his life. And Saul had been after him. And, and David finally said, I'm going to perish at the hand of Saul. And so yeah. David moved himself across from his land onto enemy ground. And brothers and sisters, we got to be so careful not to go out on the devil's grounds. we got to stay on our grounds. Amen. I, I, I believe in getting sinners to the Lord, but they got to come with us. We don't go with them. Amen. So, so David had first mistake that he made was getting out on the devil's grounds. And David had moved across. And he'd moved across into the Philistine country. And he was basically had made himself a mercenary for a Philistine king. And so we find that David, brothers and sisters, was fighting the wrong battle. He wasn't just fighting. He, he wasn't just fighting the enemy. He was fighting his own people. And saints will never get nowhere fighting our own people. We'll never get nowhere tearing each other down. We'll never get nowhere fighting amongst brothers and sisters of like precious faith. God didn't call us to be mercenaries for the devil. He didn't call us to attack one another. He didn't call us to attack other churches. He called us to live the life, saints. Live the life before the people. He didn't give us the message to memorize. He gave us the message to internalize. It's, it's not something we do. It's a life we live. See, if you're in the message, you don't just come to church on Wednesday and come to church on Sunday. It's, it's a life you live every day. And so we'll never get nowhere fighting against God's people. And that's exactly the situation David found himself in, fighting against God's people. And it's while he was fighting with God's people that the enemy 
crept into his home. Yes, sir. And the minute we keep our mind on our brothers and sisters, we keep our mind on the things of the world, we keep our mind on other churches, we keep our mind on what's going on on Facebook. The enemy is creeping into our homes, brothers and sisters. And when David come back to his home, he found it in shambles. He found it in ruin. He found it destroyed. See, the devil wants to keep us so occupied looking at everything else. We take our, our eyes off the main thing. That's right. Yes, sir. Come on, preach. Saints, you've got to watch your home. Come on, preach. You've got to guard it with your life every day. You can't be absent. You can't be out fighting the enemy. Preach. Come on. That's the truth. Y'all love him tonight. Fighting on the wrong side. You know, in this day, we've got more cases of what they call autoimmune disorders. Yeah. That's good. That's a, that's a recent thing. They didn't used to have autoimmune disorders. Autoimmune disorder is when your body starts fighting its own self. It's when your body turns on itself. Well, now, brothers, if that's the case in the natural, then it's the case in the spiritual for our day as well. That the body would turn on itself and start fighting itself. Y'all believe that? That's a Laodicean spirit. We're not in Laodicea, church. We're, we're, we've moved past Laodicea. Amen? Y'all believe that? Y'all believe that we're in a, a dual dispensation? Where the church is rolling on in Laodicea, but the bride is entering into a bride age. Y'all believe that here? Amen. Brother Ben, you got believers in this church. Amen. I, I don't want no part of Laodicea. I, I want to come out of Laodicea. Amen. I don't want no Laodicea spirit on my uh, spirit on my home. I don't want it in my church. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yes, sir. We've been called to a higher calling than Laodicea. Right. And so we find then that these mercenaries that David had with him, and they were all fighting the enemy, and the enemy moved in and took over his took over his land, took over his home, took over his city, yeah. took all that he had. And the enemy will take everything you got if you let him. Let's move on down in it and just look here. This first three verses there, we find this. The uh, fourth verse, rather, excuse me. The Bible said that David and the people that were with him, they wept until they had no more power to weep. Because their home had been taken captive. Everything they knew was gone. Yeah. Anybody ever been there? If you don't know what this is talking about, let, let something happen to one of your kids one time. Let one of your kids start getting out in the world. Let, let something happen. Let, some, let us get a bad doctor's report on your wife or your husband. 
let one of these big trials of life, and you'll, you'll figure out what it means to weep until you got no more power to weep. And you'll notice that the Bible said that the, the men were all distressed and they'd wept until they had no more power to weep, and, and, and they, even, they even took their time to turn on David, their, their ruler, their leader, their king, and they turned on him. And they speak a stone in him. But don't get too judgmental on those people. They were emotional. They were hurting, saints. These people were hurting. And, and you know what? Hurting people say stuff they don't mean. Hurting people act ways that they don't mean to act. They're emotional. Emotional people aren't rational. And saints, we got to have enough grace to get through that. we got to have enough grace that when, when people come into the church, we don't know what they went through right before they got in that door. We, we, we don't know what they're going through at home. We don't know what they're dealing with at work. We don't know what kind of stresses is in their life. All we see is what we see on the outside. We don't know their day-to-day. -day. We don't know what any, none of us know what any of us is going through. But saints, let me assure you, every one of us is going through it. Every one of us is fighting a battle. Every one of us has got trials. And every one of us needs prayer, not condemnation. Every one of us needs a safe space to come into where we can worship Him. Every one of us needs the opportunity to be able to come into His presence. Look, sometimes people build up, I talked about it last night, Brother Joel, people build up complexes based on opinions and not facts. Somebody can walk into church and they've had a bad day and maybe they don't have the right kind of expression on their face and we see them and we say, oh, I bet he's mad at me about so-and-so. And we start getting a complex about a brother or sister when it hadn't got anything to do with you. And then we start recruiting people onto our side because it's important that we're right. Oh, did you see the way he looked? Did you see the way he acted? You know, I ain't done nothing to him. And we influence the way people feel about other people by stating our opinions as facts. Saints, you don't know what anybody went through before they got here today. You don't know what they're dealing with at their home. We've got to have enough grace, brothers and sisters. I read a quote last night. Brother Brown said, if you find somebody doing something wrong, don't say nothing about it. Just pray for them. He didn't say go tell the whole church. And they were upset. And when people get upset, they say things and they do things they don't mean to do. Yeah. And every one of us, if we'll be honest with ourselves, has been upset and has said something or done something we did not mean to do. Yeah. Sure and we want grace for ourselves, but we want vengeance for everybody else. Yeah. When we do wrong, we want forgiveness. Yeah. When our brother does wrong, we want vengeance. Yeah. Amen. 
But the Bible said, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Amen. So don't be too hard on these brothers. They, they didn't mean it. They were just upset. And we can't be too hard on our brothers and sisters. So we find in this, they've been through some rough stuff. You might have been through some rough stuff too. But you'd have to admit, this is probably a rougher day than any of us have seen. Everything was gone. Everything was taken. So you got hurting people, hurting people. Offending and being offended. Amen? You know it doesn't matter if someone has something against you or not. You know, they asked the Lord, Peter did. Lord, now, if somebody offends me, is it like seven times that I forgive them? And on the eighth time, that's pretty fair, right? Seven times. Somebody does something bad to you seven times, and then on the eighth time, we can let them have it, right? Jesus said, now 70 times 7. How many is that? Y'all don't watch Veggie Tales. It's 490 times, y'all. 490 times. Did nobody have Veggie Tales? My goodness. 490 times that you have to forgive. So no matter how annoying Joel is to me, <laughs> I know y'all love him like I do then No matter how annoying he is Unless he's annoying 491 times in the same day Which Ben, that, he might be getting close, I don't know You gotta forgive him <laughs> Brother Bram says this in questions and answers He said, now, that's, that's where, where trust that's, he said, that's a test of whether you got the Holy Spirit or not. When somebody says something evil against someone, someone that claims to have the Holy Spirit, and you say, I, I'll, I'll get even with her even if it takes me my last day. Oh, I've been there. He said, see now, that's where you check about your Holy Spirit. Healing line, Brother Branham said, listen. Here's the lovely thing. You, and you serve one another, you're serving God. And see, the love of God is in every Christian heart. And be kind to one another. Forgive one another. And if you don't see the scripture just alike, well, you believe anyhow and pray for the other person and just love one another. And you'll find that there's no greater evidence of a Christian in the world than love. Now, he didn't say if you don't see the scripture just alike, snip and quote, uh, clip and copy and paste all the quotes that you can find to cut the brother down. See, see it's, we need to learn the message. We need to know the message. 
Those tapes need to keep playing. But brothers and sisters, it's to make us better, not to prove somebody else wrong. It's to help us. I don't want a bunch of parrots that just can repeat every quote. I want somebody that's living those quotes on the inside. I want somebody measuring themselves by the word of God. And saying, Lord, here I am. Here's where your word says I should be. Now take me to where I should be, Lord. Amen. We're not learning the message to prove how we're right. Yeah. Come on. Yes, sir. Guess what? We wasn't right. None of us was right. And if you're right today, it's by the grace of God, it's not anything we did. And if we're right, we can just say, thank you, Lord. And if you made me right, Lord, think about this, saints. If he made you right, he can do the same thing for your brother. He can do the same thing for your sister. Amen? Is this all right tonight? And so we find in Brother Branham says, be kind to one another. Be kind to your enemies. That's asking a lot. Be kind to one another. Be kind to your enemies. Love everybody. No matter what they've done, love them anyhow. And if you can't do that, brother, sister, if there ever was a time, then you need to be at the altar. Message inspiration, he says, and if there's anything we ought to be, it's kind to one another. When you see a brother or sister in fault, don't never breathe it to nobody. Keep it to yourself and pray for that person. Be kind to them. And if the Spirit of God is in you, then you will be kind to one another. Brother Bram said, God, don't let me be crowned a crabbed old man. Don't let my wife be a crabbed old woman. Let me grow gracefully in age. Amen. Let me, let me get sweeter as the days go on. Let me, no matter what the scars are, if you've been in the message very long at all, you've got some scars. You've got some complexes. You've been through some trials. You've been in the message very long. Those grudges don't hold nobody back but you. And if you've got a grudge against a brother or sister, they don't even know about it. It's not bothering them. It's only bothering you. It's only holding you back. Not them. So we find then moving forward just a little bit back to our, back to our text. We find that everything was going wrong with David. His men were turned against him. His wife, his children, all of his goods, they were gone. The enemy had taken everything. You know, sometimes life takes more than it gives. And David was, we'll call it, at the end of his rope. And the Bible said that at the end of his rope, David 
David's pastor came and preached him a powerful message. All David's friends came and had a prayer meeting for him. David had to encourage himself in the Lord. Saints, the bride has made herself ready. Amen. It's an individual affair between us and God. I love my children. I've raised my children in the message the best of my ability. But they got to come the same way I did. They got to have their own experience. It's not good enough me telling them about my experiences. They got to come their own way. Amen. You got to have your own experience. And David, the Bible said, encouraged himself in the Lord. What a lesson to us. Sometimes you're going to find out, brothers and sisters, when you start stepping for the Lord, Brother Joel, when you start working for the Lord, when you start doing what the Lord has called you to do, when you, when you, start, when you take out, when you feel the leadership of the Holy Spirit in your life, and, and, you, and you step out on faith to pursue that, what the Lord has led you to do, you're going to turn around and look, and you're going to find you're all by yourself. Your family, they'll turn on you sometimes. Even your, even your husband, your wife sometimes won't see what you see. Sometimes this walk, is a, is a lonely one. It's just you and Jesus. And the Bible said David encouraged himself in the Lord. But I want you to notice that it says that, but it goes on to say specifically how it was that David went about doing that. Let's look at that just, uh, just for a moment now. David encouraged himself in the Lord. Seventh verse says this, that David said to Abathar the priest, Amalek's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. Now y'all know what the ephod is, right? It's the, it's the, it's the breastplate of Aaron. It's the Urim of Thummim. Amen. Now we know what our Urim of Thummim is. Brother Bram said it was the Word. Amen. He said ours today, it's the Word of God. Amen. So David said, I'll tell you what I'm going to need here. I'm going to need to hear some Word. I'm going to need to see what the Word says do. About my situation here. I, I'm going to need to hear it for myself. I, I, I'm going to need to hear the word of God. So they brought it to him and he got to looking. 
And after he went before the ephod, the Bible said in the eighth verse that David inquired of the Lord, saying, shall I pursue after this troop? David went to prayer. Is that right? So it's a simple two-step process for you and I to use to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Brother Bram said a Christian reads their Bible and prays every day. Amen. Read your Bible and pray. Hear the word and pray. Come on. You see, when you come to the house of the Lord, if, if Brother Ben stands up here and gives the message that the Lord placed on his heart, that is the word of God to you. But then, then the other part of that is you got to receive it. And then after you receive it, how many of you can be honest with yourself and say, I don't pray enough about it. Amen. I don't pray enough about it. You know, when we leave the church, we should go home and be prayerful about the service that we just heard. Yes, sir. And praying for the service that is to come. And we're constantly praying that God will deliver the word to us that we need to stay encouraged in our walk. It doesn't happen just, but it's not just all on the pastor. It takes all of us pulling. It takes all of us praying. You dictate the quality of the service. You dictate the operation of the gift. And we don't spend near the time needed investing prayer into our services, saints. You get the congregation praying. You want to set the house on fire. Get the congregation to pray. Yes. Amen. Yes, and, and, and when you do the clarity by which Brother Ben can bring the message, it's exponentially increased. Amen. It opens the channel. When we listen to the message, we listen to the tapes. Saints, it's not background noise. I believe it's disrespectful for it to be background noise. When we listen to those tapes, we need to listen to those tapes. Minimize the disruption and focus on what he's saying. Y'all believe that? And so we find then that David did those things. David looked at the ephod. David consulted the Lord. David sought the Lord. And when David got the decision from the Lord, the Lord said, go get it back. Yes, sir. Go take back what belongs to you. Yes, sir. Now, saints, here's the, here's the trick, though. It's good, it's good to get the word from the Lord. It's really good to get the word from the Lord. It's good to have an answer from God. It's good. But then David had to do something. He couldn't just say, well, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the answer to my prayer. No, the Bible said he had to go pursue the enemy. Yeah. Come on, Lord. 
He had to go. He had to get after it, saints. You can't just ask the Lord to answer your prayer and then when it does, you just sit there on your laurels. When we pray, we ask God to do something. We've got to be looking for the answer. And when he shows you what to do, then, then you've got to do it. Look, David was having a bad day. It's okay to have a bad day. It's all right. Everybody's got a bad day. It's okay to feel sorry for yourself sometimes. It's fine. It's all right to spend the day moping around, feeling sorry, thinking you got it worse than anybody else. Look, Elijah did it. Elijah said, I'm the only one, Lord. I'm the only one. It's just me, Lord. I'm the only one that hadn't bowed the knee to Baal. There were 7,000 others that was just like him. And when you think you're the only one, no, there's 7,000 other people going through the exact same thing you're going through. And it's all right to have a bad day. It's all right to get down. But after a while, you got to shake yourself. You got to say, I've had enough of it. I'm done with it. I'm tired of being tired. I've had enough. It's time for me to take back what God has given me. And David said, I've had enough of all this crying. I've had enough of all this complaining. I've had enough of all this bickering. I'm not looking at all of y'all no more. I'm looking right square at the enemy and I'm going to take back what he stole from me. And he got his sights centered right on the enemy. And brothers and sisters, when you get your sights centered on the devil, that's when you can go to work. Invasion of the USA, Brother Brown said, God, may this little audience on this day wake up quickly. Right now, before the end time comes and catches us in this condition, may we renew ourselves. As the, How many of you want to renew yourselves this yes. afternoon? Yes. I want to be renewed today. Yes. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Yes. Lord, I've been through some trials. I've been through some tests. But I'm asking you to restore me, Lord. And he said, rise and shake yourself. And ask for the old way, which is the good way. And when you find it, walk in it, he said. God grant that we can find the old rugged way when we can stand together as hundreds and join our hands together and sing, I'll take the way with the Lord's despised few. I've started in with Jesus and I'm going through. God help us to live and be like that. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Brother Bram said God keeps his word. He said, stay out of this modern world. Stay out of these modern theologies. Just look to the Lamb of God. Read your Bible and pray all the time. Don't be weary. Be rejoicing. Happy for the redemption of the church is drawing nigh when we shall see him who died for us. 
Enticing spirits, he said, come, give all you got to God. Say, God, I ain't got very much. I'm just a little housewife. I can't do very much, Lord. But I can read my Bible and I can pray every day. I can throw out all the trash that's in my mind. I can throw out all the stuff. Saints, sometimes we got to have a house cleaning. Sometimes we got to go through the house with the trash can. Get a hold of some of them games and, and movies and stuff. Put it right in the trash. It ain't good enough to do it once. You got to keep going back and doing it over and over and over again. You got to constantly be on patrol. David got the word of the Lord, and it put David in action. See, too many times we got the clear-cut word of God, but we won't put it in action. Saints, you don't have to ask the Lord if it's his will for you to be healed. It is his will for you to be healed. Y'all believe that? You don't have to ask God if it's his will to save your family. It is in his word, saints. You apply that token to their life. Now leave the results up to him. You do what he said. I don't know what they're living like now. Yo, maybe they're not living right. It doesn't matter. You apply that token anyhow. Get into action, saints. Brother Bram says God's provided a way. Now, when you say you've got faith for divine healing and something strikes you and says move out, that's the confirmation that God has received your faith for divine healing. That's right. And when you got courage to put your faith in action, but when you say you got faith and are afraid to let it go, your faith is dead. See, but when you got faith and willing to let it go, then God is confirming it with signs and wonders following, and you'll see your healing. Yes, sir. The uncertain sound, Brother Brown says, if one church says do this and the other church says do that, and one church says do this and another one says do that, how can the Christian know what to do? Yeah. See, that's why we got one shout, brothers and sisters. We got one shout. These are believers, Brother Ben. I'm t- these are believers in here. Y'all believe we got one shout for our day? Yes, Amen. Yeah. The shout. The message that went forth that gathers the bride. Y'all believe that? Amen. Yeah. And so we find that the church says this, the church says that. He says one says one thing, one says another. But I tell you, my dear brother, I'll tell you a place where there's no uncertain sound. That's the Bible. That's God's eternal word. It's the gospel. And the gospel is the power and demonstration of the Holy Spirit put in action, he said. Brothers and sisters, this gospel that we preach, it isn't just flowery words. It is the power of the Holy Spirit that's put into action. And we put the Holy Spirit in action in our life. 
All you do, you come to church, you hear the word, but then you got to believe it, receive it, accept it, and act upon it. Amen. If you, if you want to be healed, you got to act healed. Amen. If you want your family saved, testify that God's saving them. Don't talk negative about them. Oh, they're just getting worse and worse and worse. No, they're getting better. God's word said they're getting better. Amen. Call those things that are not. As though they're words. Put your faith into action. Mm. I like this now. David put his faith into action. 16th verse, if y'all can pull that up. I love this. The Bible said David... He chased down those Amalekites. And when he found them, oh, they were having a good time. You know, the enemy, he's rejoicing at your infirmities. Oh, they were having a good time. They were, they were singing and dancing. They were having a big time. They was, they was, they was all happy because I took all of David's sheep and all of his cattle and all of his goods, and they took all of his. Well, he took his wives. They took his children. You know, when the enemy thinks he's got the upper hand, he gets he gets boastful. He gets aggressive when he thinks he's got the upper hand. Amen. He gets bold when he thinks he's got the upper hand. But the 17th verse says that David looked down on all that. Looked down at the enemy having a good time at his expense. And David knew what the Lord told him to do. And the Bible said that David smote that bunch of Philistines, or Amalekites rather, excuse me, smote that bunch of Amalekites from the twilight of one day to the evening of the next day. Brothers and sisters, when you get your hands on the devil, don't you let him up until he's dead. Don't you get up until it's all, when you get down here in prayer, don't you get up until it's finished. When you're searching and you find the answer that you're looking for, don't you stop until you get what you came for. David didn't, David didn't, David didn't start fighting and get about half his stuff back. David, David smote Amalekites from the night evening of one day until the evening of the next day. He was constantly smiting Amalekites. Amen. They said, David, aren't you hungry? I can't stop. I'm smiting the Malachites. 
They said, David, look, look here what somebody posted on Facebook. He said, I ain't got no time. I'm smiting the Malachites. David, do you see what so-and-so said about you? I ain't got no time. I'm smiting the Malachites. I'm not taking my eyes off of this. David didn't stop until it was done. And the Bible said that David recovered all every bit of it everything that was his he took it back with him if there was five biscuits on a table he got all five biscuits back amen if there was 31 sheep he counted them out all 31 took them back David recovered all. God don't halfway do nothing, saints. He ain't going to almost heal you. He's not going to almost save your family. He's not going to almost deliver you from that trouble. He's not going to almost meet your needs. He's not going to come pretty close to helping you pay the light bill. He does it all. Not only does he do it all, but he does a little extra. You know, Jesus fed 5,000 people with five loaves and two fish. And after he got done, they had to take up 12 baskets full of the fragments. See, not only does he do enough, he does extra. Amen. Not only is he good enough for us tonight, he's extra. Not only does he want to bless us tonight, he wants to bless us extra, more, exceedingly abundantly above what we could ask for. More than what we asked for. Greater than what we thought we needed. <laughs> the Bible said he took the increase. Nineteenth verse, there was nothing lacking to them. Neither small nor great neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they had taken him. David recovered. Glory to God. David recovered all. Do you love him tonight? Oh my. 20th verse, David took all the flocks, all the herds which were drove before those other cattle and said, this is my spoil. I'm taking this with me too. Next time, remember, don't mess with David. Amen. I'm taking that for me. And brothers and sisters, when you've been in a battle, as the musicians come, when you've been in a test, when you've been in a trial, when the devil's had his way, and you fight through that battle, you're not just back to as good as you was. You're better than you was. Brother Brown said, I've been through many hard battles, 
And I've got some scars. But those scars made me what I am today. And these battles we're fighting and these tests that we got, they're making us and molding us. They're beating the dross out of us, saints. They're teaching us how to trust in him. And it's our grand privilege to fight in the Lord's army. I'd rather take my way fighting the devil with the Lord's despised few than to have it easy in a palace and lose my soul. I don't want no other way. I don't want it to be easy. I just want to be faithful, saints. Joel, you got a song, brother. Overcomers in this life, we've been made victorious. <laughs> We're so thankful, Lord, you're a very present help in a time of trouble. We're so grateful, Lord, that you gave us these great and precious promises. We're so happy, Lord, to be counted among your people, the bride of Jesus Christ for this last day. And Lord, we pray, oh God, that you give us each day the strength to keep fighting and pressing this battle. Lord, we know the trials will come. We know the tests will come. But Lord, we just ask you for strength and mercy to help us make it through. And Lord, we're so grateful that we know that all things work together for the good of those that love you. And we love you, Lord. We know no matter what the devil could try to throw at us, it's for our good. It only serves your purpose to make us better. And now, Lord, we ask you, meet each need here tonight, Lord. Lord, you know the desires on the people's hearts. You know what each one of us has need of. Lord, I pray you'd grant it to each one. Such a fine group of people, Lord. 
believers in this word. Lord, a privilege to be here. I thank you for that opportunity. And I pray, oh God, that this, this little church here would be a lighthouse, Lord. Lord, let it be a beacon, Lord, of hope. Let it be a beacon of encouragement. Lord, may they stand on this word. Lord, give us a backbone like a saw log. May we stand until you're soon coming. Bless the pastor here, Lord. Bless Brother Ben. Lord, bless the deacons, the trustees, we pray. Lord, give them wisdom and, Lord, leadership of the Holy Spirit. Lord, bless the congregation together now, we ask. And we commit it into your hands in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. with us tonight. Amen. Aren't you glad you heard the word of the Lord? David heard the word of the Lord and he prayed. He encouraged himself in the Lord. And then he went out and took back what the devil stole from him. How many are you going to do that now? I'm going to take back what the devil stole from me. He stole my healing. He, he, he stole what I had. He stole my children. He stole these things from me. Stole my joy. But I'm taking it back today. Amen. It belongs to me. You've got to recognize that. Why don't you raise your hands with us tonight and just encourage yourself with the Lord. Oh, God, I know that you're my God. You're my God. I may have made a mistake. I, I may have done some things I shouldn't have done, but David can stand there and say, you're my God. Yeah, I belong to you. You're, you're my Savior, my healer. You're the only one. I'm, Lord, I, I'm encouraged today because I know, I know that I'm, I'm getting back what was stolen from me. It's on its way. It's coming. Could you just do that? Lord Jesus, we believe it today. We believe your word that's come to us now. Whatever we have need of right now, Lord, you're a God that's returning it to us right now. Lord, I'm going out after my joy. I'm 
going out after my healing. I'm going out, Lord. I'm going to testify. I'm going to, I'm going to give everything that I've got to the Lord. I pray you'd grant it now, Lord. We believe it today. We encourage ourselves today in your word. We believe that your word is for us. We believe it's not for another generation, but it's for right now. And we can take advantage of it right now, Lord. We take advantage of it, Lord. We believe it. We encourage ourselves, Lord, by your word. We're so grateful for your promises. We love you so much, Lord. We love you so much. You're so good to us, Lord. We can say you're good even, even when the stock market's down, even when the oil's up, even when the world has gone crazy. You're still good, Lord. I can sing of the goodness of God even when life is falling apart. I, I still know you're good, Lord. You're good, and you're the God that's going to give me back everything I lost. You're the God that's going to restore my health. Amen. You're the God that's going to give me back my joy. I'm so grateful for it today, Lord. I'm so grateful for it. I, I believe it's mine today. I'm going to worship you now like it's mine. Amen. Amen. Do you believe it, church? Amen. Give him a hand of praise. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Do you love him tonight? Amen. If you just take that word and make it personal, it's mine. It belongs to me. I'm taking it back. Amen. God bless you, Brother Joel. Amen. Let's sing another song. Oh, I would not be yes, denied. Oh, yes, I would not be denied. Amen. Now, why don't you act like it? Act like you believe it. Worship the Lord. Amen. God bless you, Brother Joel. Again. 
song through one time and let's sing the see the bright light shine you know that one put it in C sound good well there's a light in the window and a table spread splendor someone standing by the open door oh I can see the crystal river that I must be near forever Oh, I've never been this homesick before. So see the bright light shine. Oh, it's just about home time. Oh, I can't see my father standing at the door. And this world has been a wilderness, but I'm ready for deliverance. Oh, Lord, I've never been this homesick before. Oh, I can see the family gathering. 
Sweet faces, all familiar, and no one's old or feeble anymore. Oh, this lonesome heart is crying. I think I'll spread my wings for flying, cause I've never been this homesick before. Can you sing it out now? Oh, see the bright light shine. Oh, it's just about home time, and I can see my father standing at the door. With oh, and I'm ready for deliverance. Oh, Lord, I've never been this home. Sing it like this one more time. Oh, I can see the family gathering. Sweet faces, all familiar, and no one's old or feeble. The day's coming real soon now. Oh, my lonesome heart is crying. Think I'll spread my wings for flying, because I've never been this homesick. Oh, can you sing with all your hearts now? Oh, see the bright light shine. It's just about home time. Oh, I can see my father standing at the door. And this world has been a wilderness. Oh, and I'm ready for deliverance. Oh, Lord, I've never. You're free to go in the name of the Lord. God bless you. Oh, just see the bright light shine. Well, it's just about home time, and I can see my father standing at the door. Well, this world has been a wilderness, and I'm ready for deliverance. 